Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hi, everyone. You've downloaded our podcast. Thank you so much for doing that. Make sure you subscribe and get your alerts up so you never miss a podcast. Because the one time you miss it, it'll be the one time we do that thing. Yeah, that big thing. The huge thing that everyone will want to be a part of. Like today when we caught up with Stefan Dennis from Neighbours. He plays Paul Robinson. He's one of the OG. He's the only OG. It was he in the seemed... very first episode, he said. Mm. Yeah. He seems to think that it still can be saved. So there so, must be a negotiations with a different company. There's still a chance someone yeah. could swoop in. It's well, that's what happened five, last. Said no. Last time, wasn't it? They were like, oh, it's over. And then they did the big publicity stunt. And then a UK company goes, nah, we're going to save it. Mm. So maybe they're doing the same sort of dealio, do you think? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's like one of those situations as well. They're like, we'll buy it, but we need some of our cast mm. from the UK <laughs> to be yeah. able to do it. Uh-huh. Maybe it's, I wonder if a streaming service would pick it up. Maybe. But the other hand of it is, though, it has been going for 30-odd years. Like, when is enough drama on the street? Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. The house prices must be terrible with all the goings-on. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit crazy, isn't it? Mm. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Here we go. Roll the podcast, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I remember when we were driving. You guys know that I'm a little bit of a car fanatic. I do mm. like my cars more than you guys would. And I just... I thought you were just going to say more than you guys. <laughs> she was, but then she changed <laughs> yeah. it when she realised yeah, it was no, an insult. No, yeah. you, know, say, you know how you catch yourself insult. sometimes? I was just saying that I really do love cars. It's hard getting an Uber with Stab. If you've stood there, I go, it, mate, it's a Toyota coming. And he goes, oh, what's a Toyota badge? And you're like, are you for real? Is this our car? No, that's a van. Is this our car? No, that's a horse-drawn carriage. Is this our car? <laughs> it's from being a grid girl. I just love it. And I just, I, my job as being the grid girl was obviously to hold the flag in high heels and then polish the car. Mm. And I used to take it seriously and all the little scratches. I used to have a little dent removal thing. If you love so, me that much, I'll give you that job now. <laughs> for More my car, to. not yours. Uh, and I have some scratches and dents that mm. really have been bothering me and bothering me so much because I haven't done them myself. If you do them yourself, you go, that's yeah, bad that's driving. True. Yeah. But these are ones that have got from other cars and that's what really irritates me about it. And I, for Christmas, asked to get my car repaired. The little dents and Harvey didn't get around to it, so I booked yesterday, right? And the guy's so lovely. He was at the neighbor's place because they'd got theirs done. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, if you're ever back here, you know, you have to get mine done. And then he came back the next day because the guy next door had got it done and then went back out oh, and scratched it on the next day. I was lucky. Yeah. Did you scratch his car? You scratched his car, didn't you? You keep his car. <laughs> well, that's very convenient. I don't have another job out this way for months. Because I know I wasn't going to be around to it. He just yeah. came over. But I was saying to him, look, I'm so sorry. That that one, like, if that one's not, like, you know, that's, and he goes, you're going to have to calm down. I know that it's not you. These are car parks. And I went, yes. <laughs> and he told me from them compiling where are the worst car mm. parks in Brisbane to get dents and scratches. Mm. Right. So I'll see if you guys can guess where is the worst. See, I would have guessed it's not a car park, but I would say drive throughs drive throughs are know, the worst? You know, when yep. you come through a drive through my biggest panic is those yellow <laughs> poles that mm, you're like, yeah. oh. 
you can know, see you, the scuff marks on them. Yeah, you're reading the menu, and then you got to you want to get close enough so you can still tap your card. But really, I always look at those and go, "Who is scratching their card?" <laughs> well, I haven't scratched one, but I think <laughs> you fear it. No, these fear are when you come is, back yeah. to your car and you're like, "Oh." I can Indro would be up there. It is a tight car park. It is that very one, tight. Isn't it? Yeah. Ding, ding, ding on the list. Hey. They are no. saying that just because it's so tight, mm. you come back to your car. And I always want to know, like, they must have cameras. Mm. Do they ever do with it when you go, I'm so sorry, someone's just really, but like, do you mind if I look at the cameras? Would they allow it? I don't know. Oh, so if you found a scuff. If you found a really bad one, yeah. would you be able to look at the cameras and see who was next? I don't know. Maybe. That would be handy, though. Would and I know it's a waste of their time, but the cameras are well, there. Still getting a crime on camera. Yes. That's what. That's exactly what they're for. Exactly. That's why they say that people write notes, just saying everyone's watching me. Yeah, so I'm, I'm writing, writing a note, note saying I'm leaving my details. Mm. But good luck to you. Okay, where's the next one? Do you, do you have a full list of the ones there's, we need to watch? Oh, there's they only said two. Were the worst. I'd, well, I'd say Chermside. Chermside is getting. Yeah. Remember my car. Oh, okay, so Carindale. Oh, Carindale. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're saying that Carindale and Indro were the ones that the most, and I, I don't know, I guess tight spots and mm. also the busyness. Yeah. Because I would mm. just say it would just be all shopping centres. But the layout, and when you go up to um, Chermside, there's a lot of outdoor ones, mm. and I always think outdoor ones aren't as bad. No. Because you're out in the public, it's a little bit more spaced, it's just when you get inside. Mm. Is it not the worst thing in the world when you open your car door to say you're going to throw some mm. groceries in the back or whatever you open the door and it just bumps the car beside you a little mm. and you look at the scratch and you think oh no well there's no scratch there you just know it knocked it mm. be like it's all good but then you look in the window and there's someone in the passenger <laughs> yes. seat waiting yeah. for mm. someone and they look at you yeah. and you're like and come out and have, have a look get, yeah then you've got to go uh. through all of that whereas uh. if they weren't there you'd be like oh well it didn't mark it's fine mm-hmm. i can move didn't on didn't it <laughs> that mark was there before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook Marketplace. Uh, whether you're a buyer or you're a seller, it's always a bit awkward when you have the exchange between strangers um, to get the pickup and yeah. to discuss the price of what's being sold on Facebook Marketplace. People want dimensions, they want to know the quality of the product. So I've scaled the internet and found some of the best. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace conversations. Mm. And I'm going to reenact some of them for you right now. This is a 2015 Mazda 3. It's black, 65,000 Ks on the clock, roadworthy available. So they've already mm. done that. That's good. 20 grand, they're asking. It's mm. not bad. Not bad at all. All right. So the uh, buyer. Hey, man. Nice car. Thanks. Do you want to come and take a look? Nah, just think it's a nice car. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How does it drive? Any problems? No, really reliable car. Uh, No problems. Service is all up to date. Um, The paintwork? Pretty much perfect. Leather or corsets? Cloth. Why do you keep asking questions? Do you want to buy this car? Nah... I'm selling pretty much the same one. Mine's got 50,000 Ks. Just wanted to compare to see how much I could make. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. I do that on eBay. Do you? Oh, yeah, because when you look at it, then you can sell one like it. So you just click the button, all their details get transferred. And I felt, is it rude if I transfer a photo of the girl? She looked hot in it. (laughs) (laughs) That's not even finished. Let me know how much you sell yours for. Uh. (laughs) Uh, Okay, this one. This one's interesting. Edible underwear. Mm. Selling on Facebook Marketplace. The description says, 
never been used, <laughs> still in package, fits large, but if you nibble at the waist and retie, you can make it smaller to fit. Hey, is this available? Sure is. Thumbs up. Why are you selling? Uh, my man doesn't like the flavour. <laughs> hmm. I thought you said it hadn't been used. It hasn't. It says licorice on the packet. He likes strawberry. I'll pick up the afternoon. Yeah, that was a good sale we got that day. <laughs> I'm not sure I would I be. I don't like licorice. I hate licorice. Do you? Yeah. The anise? Yeah. Oh, no. delicious. No, no. I'm just, I'd, I'd rather though. go strawberry, though. Mm. I'd go strawberry. All right, this <laughs> one. Licorice. Uh, this one's a goodie. <laughs> this is a craftsman ride on lawnmower. Right. Uh, and it is for sale for $450. Hey, this available? Is it in good working condition? American. I don't know. He's really taken on board. Yep, works perfectly. I'm moving house to smaller yard. Just don't need any more. $200. Pick up today. Nah, not for 200 Good luck trying to get one for that price. Mm. Wow. Just realised it's exactly the lawn mower my grandfather died on when he was mowing and had a heart attack. Brilliant. <laughs> could pull up the heartstrings. Yeah. Yeah. The reply. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> 500 mm. It was selling for four fifty. Oh. oh, yeah. Heartless. Oh. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We all know the term ghosting. It's been used in dating, mm-hmm. in the dating world. But I want to know in 1060, are you in a profession that gets ghosted? Do you get a lot of excuses and then maybe just people don't contact you? Mm. <laughs> because I have been ghosting someone and I thought, I thought we were done, and I thought that's okay until I got a message yesterday. And this goes back to uh, August. There was a few messages saying, hey, what's happening? When are you coming in? And I thought, oh, I'll just let it go for a little bit. Mm. And then it got to September, mm-hmm. just checking in again. When are you coming to see me, Abby? So uh, no reply at all No reply, from no yeah. reply. There was a few DMs, and I thought, nah. Nah, ghosting. Nah. I thought, I've, I've got this. It's uh-huh. done. And then October... Hey, superstar, when am I going to see you? Oh, oh now, now they're throwing out the... Well, um, a lot of them the were. Buddy, buddy it was, you know, it was just, it was just no. a thing. And then November and December, and then I got one yesterday. Yes. I miss you, where are you? And I wrote back, um, is ghosting a PT, your PT a thing? <laughs> and he wrote back, no. I wrote, you're the first. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. How shameful. I have been meaning to get back into fitness. Now, I only responded back because I've had a bad shoulder and I went and got MRIs and confirmed that it's ripped in a few places and I need surgery. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I can reply back now because I can't go. Mm. Now you have an but excuse. But I was like, <laughs> I feel so bad because yeah. it was like I went to go and text, but I kept, I kept getting annoyed at myself for coming up with excuses. Like I couldn't keep going, oh, I got a bit of a cold. Mm. And it was just it's hard to get motivated to go and see a PT and they're expensive. <laughs> Not convincing so us, I thought, mate. <laughs> I thought that I would just, I thought, you know, you get the message. But him. PTs, they don't get the message because they have a career mm. dealing with excuses. That's what mm. they do for a living. Mm. So they're like, well, we're going to have to keep persevering. And I'm, I'm glad he is. So, what, so <laughs> now that you've said you're ghosting them, yeah. have they... Well, now I've got the surgery. Do, are they now, not, not going to... Well, now I've got the shoulder surgery. 
Okay. Yeah, but but did they ask you when the surgery is? Are they yeah. like, oh, we they'll get in contact after that, or do Rehab. they know that you don't want anything to do with them now? Oh, I don't know. No, I can still keep him there. But I was like, I just felt on bad. the back burner. <laughs> the back in case burner. the relationship doesn't work out. <laughs> Look, if I wanted anyone, it mm. would be him. Well, but you don't want anyone. No, but I don't want a PT. But mm. I just want him to know that it would be he would be my PT choice mm. if you wanted one. If which I wanted you one, don't. Yeah. which I don't. But I could. <laughs> but you don't. That, guys love to hear that. If I wanted a boyfriend, it would be you. But, but I don't but want I don't. one. But if I did, it'd be you first. Mm-hmm. But I don't. So take that as a compliment. Thanks. No chance. <laughs> yeah, none at all. But a compliment. Yeah, but I just think there could be a lot of professions that they kind of they have to constantly deal with rejection and excuses mm. and they can see through it but sometimes i feel like they just go no we know that's a lie i imagine a tradie can tell when someone doesn't truly want their quote oh you yeah. know i feel bad for them because they turn up and people are like oh you know i want this and i want that and i want this and i want that mm. and i imagine when they say a ballpark figure they can tell on the eyes of the person mm. It's not happening. Well, everyone always gets three quotes as well. See, I'm pretty lazy. If I like the fellow who comes out first, I'm usually oh, you like, yeah, you can do it. Yeah. yeah. If you're a nice bloke. If you're not getting any more quotes, you're just going with the first one you go with. You don't need to get the quote in the first place. Just go with it. Well, yeah. I didn't know how much it was when they first came out. Like, yeah. Maybe if they're like, it's $100,000, I'm like, no, oh, well, that's ridiculous. It's no. not going to happen. I don't know. Too low. Yeah. Thirteen ten sixty. Are you in a profession and you know the ghosting? So tell us, like, maybe you're a physio. What are the things that people say and you know, ah, oh, that's it. They're not yeah. coming back. It's not going to happen. Liz, in Mount Me, what yeah. profession are you in? I'm a photographer. And why do you get ghosted? Price, generally. Ah, uh, yep, yep. And then people don't respond yep. saying, well, that's way too much. They're just like, I thought it would be a quarter of the price. They just don't even say anything, or I'll just the ones I know that will do it are the ones that'll just send a message saying price with a question mark. Uh, and it's so. Do you prefer? And I'm not even that impressed. I'm like mid range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, come on, let us talk about this. Would you prefer if someone came back and said, "Could you do it any cheaper?" Or would you just prefer? I will. Say? Yeah. If, if, if yeah, sometimes I will. Um, I'm okay with that, and it just totally depends on what they're they're wanting. Mm. But it's, yeah, I prefer it some kind of just to say, oh, it's slightly out of my budget. Blah blah. That and that, that's what I prefer. It's like when you stand there when you're going to like say you're at the. Um, marina or somewhere where they take the photos of you as you go in and then you're supposed to but no one ever no. buys them at the end mm. here's yeah. your photo $50 <laughs> I know what yeah. I look like Yeah, I just tell Chump. them I'm not going to get the photo ah. I say no they go I'll just take it anyway mm. and I just say to them I'm not going to buy it so don't waste your film mm. your film <laughs> <laughs> alright jump <laughs> hey Brittany hey when have well, you been ghosted and what do you do I am a debt collector, so oh, I get well. ghosted all the time. Of course you do. Has hang anyone up. actually on, called you back ever, Brittany? Very rarely. Very rarely. How do you deal yeah. with the constant, like, because you're constantly getting rejected and it's part of your job, but what sort of excuses do they give or they just hang up? Oh, it's mostly hanging up. Um, sometimes you even get, like, a family member's died. Like, uh, I think uh. they'll do anything to get off the call. Mm. Well, they say they've died just right in front of them while they're speaking to you. Like, sometimes they're like, I'm at the hospital right now, I have to go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You should say, so am I, which one? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to say on this one, Brittany, it's completely you, not them. Oh. Um, 100%. <laughs> oh, she knows. Okay. Good on you, thanks for calling. 131060 is our number. Kylie in Upper Coomera. What, you're, uh, what do you do? I'm a practice manager at a veterinary clinic. 
Oh, and people ghost to you guys? Yes, definitely. Like this, we look after fur babies, but we get ghosted. And why we, is that? Well, so people will call for a price, and they want to have their baby dissexed or vaccinated, and they um, we give them the whole spiel about the procedure and the safety and what we do, and then they the um, excuse every time is. I'll just have to ask my partner. Brilliant. Yeah, good cop, bad cop. Isn't yeah. that always the way, Kylie? <laughs> yeah. So we, we never hear... When we hear that, we're like, we're not calling back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd love to save my pet's life, but my wife said no. Thank you, Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hey, $10,000 every day. Uh, tomorrow, your chance to win that money. Um, we'll give you an answer to Alpha Bucks to make it even easier. And tomorrow... It is Mars bar, the only confectionery where you have to say the bar bit as well. No one just asks for a Mars. They tried to do it, remember? Mars mm-hmm. a day makes you hurt work, rest and play. Mm-hmm. Mars a day helps you work, work rest, rest and, and play. play. Yeah, I do like our favourite ad though. Mm. Oh, I'm a single mum with a daughter. I think it's environmental. I think it's because I live in a big city. That what was, was that Oh, for? God, it was just the best. Iron, ad. meat. Oh. Yeah, but it was just an ad that just went viral. Mm. Like it was always, people would always do the same. Oh, I'm a single mum with a daughter. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Big night for us tomorrow, team. Yep. It is. You need to be watching Neighbours on Peach at 6.30pm. You need to sign up for the Facebook event and make sure that it's on there. Even if you're not going to be home, we want you to turn on the TV. I mean, you're going to be missing good TV, of course. Yeah. Uh, Now, the whole idea is because they're going to cancel Neighbours and we want to see if we can spike the ratings Thursday night and create a bit of a conversation in the boardroom of Channel 10. Now, um, a man who um, is right behind this because he plays Paul Robinson on the show, Stefan Dennis, is on this morning. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Now... Stefan, you were on the first episode of Neighbours back in 1985. You must, you're the only one that's still on the show that was on that one? Yeah, I know, lucky. I'm, I'm the, uh, I, I think that I, I finally uh, gained the name of the patriarch of the show, but then I think <laughs> Fletch might argue that one with me. <laughs> so, Stefan, uh, you're old. Uh, no, I just think it's amazing. How, how did you find out the news? The news about oh the current news you're talking about or yeah. the news when I got um, the current news we, we I, I got a phone call at uh, nine thirty on Sunday morning from our executive producer uh, saying that you know it had been leaked over in the the UK um, and it sort of threw everything into chaos because uh, you know that that immediately started the rumor file going and mm. uh, all all sorts of stories have come out we're 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 still remaining optim- optimistic about the whole thing. Um, but you know, yeah, yeah, because it'd be a bit of a shame if uh, after 38 years the show was just kicked to the curb. But you know, we, we, it, it it won't ever go out on a on a whimper. I can tell you that if it does. Right. Well, that was actually we were talking about that um, yesterday. Would it be? I guess if you know the end is coming, would they write a penultimate finale? Uh, I had visions of like the government putting in a new runway at the airport so everyone has to leave the street or that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I think Ramsey Street's going to become the airport, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> runway in the world would be you'll, you'll need a greater uh, pilot's license than what you did for the early Hong Kong airport. <laughs> so do they have 
have they told you if it doesn't get... Because the idea is if someone in the UK wants to fund it, it will stay on the TV. But have, yeah. have the writers given you a hint as to how they're going to end the show? Oh, they, yeah, we're in talks at the moment. We've sort of got a bit of a hint, obviously, because we're all involved. Mm. Uh, but as I say, it's, it's uh, you know, they, they, they've got a, a, a bit of a scale going at the moment, a bit of a justice scale, because, you know, on one side we're saying, okay, this is what we're going to do if the show should end. Mm. Uh and then on the other side, so, okay, this is what we're going to do. Should we uh, relaunch it on another network or, or, you know, relaunch it on this network or whatever? Mm. I'm sure Channel 10 are very, very keen to still keep it. Yeah. Mm. Can well, you give us a hint as to the end, <laughs> what the ending is you're working on? Uh, I'm sure, well, the thing about it is, I mean, what would you what would you prefer? Would you prefer Neighbours to go out with a bang, so to speak? In mm. other words, you know, the explosive machine gun ending or would you, you know, where all the main cast gets killed at a wedding or something? Or would you prefer, <laughs> would you prefer that to be a happy ending? Yeah, it's oh, interesting that's, actually because yeah. I, I reckon yeah I wouldn't mind one where it's just like the last scene is everyone just going about their business and then of course then if anyone did decide to come in and save it you could pick it up from there rather than blowing up the whole of Erinsborough. Exactly, it sort of doesn't it doesn't give you much room to move if you sort of if you mm. destroy us and crew. But um, yeah, we I, you know it, again I'm I'm always saying should it end because uh, you know we, we're we're being told that it's uh, it's the 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 axe hasn't come down yet, mm. uh, and we're hoping that you know at the eleventh hour somebody's going to come through and go no nah, don't be stupid you can't knock neighbours off the list. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, we 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 I I would like to see it. Myself, I would like to see Neighbours go out if it is going to go out with a very, very happy ending because that's what the show is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about, you know, coming together and mm. community and all that. So that would be nice. But, you know, I don't know if that'll be uh, terrific television. I'm sure I'm sure the uh, the people behind Neighbours, the, uh, as in the writers and storyliners, would come up with something quite spectacular. Mm. Well, we are hoping that we can just give a little bit of a, a boost to the ratings tomorrow night when we all agree to watch it. So that includes you. You need to actually watch the show back as well. And if you can pass it on okay. to all the cast, saying for them to be able to share that everyone needs to watch it tomorrow night. Well, yeah, and because I'm a huge television star, I've got 740 TVs in my <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what a way to keep yourself employed. <laughs> Just, you know, go to JB Hi-Fi, load up on TVs, turn all your shows yeah. on. <laughs> now, what we're going to do, mate, is because some great storylines over the years have come out of Neighbours, classic ones that people, you know, people don't even realise mm. that they were from the TV. They think they're their own childhood memories. When we come back, we're going to do uh, a game that we like to call Neighbours or Not. Neighbours or not. All right, Stefan, you know all the storylines. I'm sure even the writers run it past you and say, Stefan, you're such a pro. Like, can we just see what you think about this, all right? I love the faith you have in me. We are going to tell you a, 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 a it could be a storyline from Neighbours or it could be another news story from around the world. You have to see if you can guess Neighbours or not. Okie doke. All right, first one. A groom calls off his wedding after morphing into Jesus and deciding he needs to become a priest. Did that happen in Neighbours or IRL? That happened in Neighbours. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't remember him thinking it was Jesus, but yeah. Remember that. yeah. Apparently Mark called off his wedding to Annalise after seeking wisdom from a Jesus statue and deciding to become a priest. Oh, see, oh, there you go. It's, it's obviously been repeated then. Because, but funny that neighbours does does that. Um, <laughs> I thought you were talking about the story with Andrew uh, Andrew Morley's character oh. with 
Page and oh god, I can't remember his name. Anyway, there you go. Yeah, mm. there you go. It's happened well twice. There's it's... only so many things that happen in life. You got to double up at some point. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. all the time. Jesus uh, turning people into priests. Roll out the Jesus story, guys. <laughs> We're a bit stuck this week. All right, here's one for you. A couple yeah. is married for seven years until the husband starts a long-term affair with his wife's brother's fiance, and they get caught on the family boat, neighbours or not. What the family boat? Oh, that threw me. Uh, I'm I'm going to say neighbours, but I, I might be a little bit thrown on this one. I'm thinking of Fletch, but I don't think it is. Mm. Is is Erinsborough on the water? Like, is it oh, close it's not to water? Too far away. It's got everything. Erinsborough's yeah. got an international airport. It's got a hospital. It's got a, <laughs> everything. 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 Neighbours. Think of all those people that are going to be out of work. Uh, um, so you're going to say that was neighbours? Yeah, go on then. Okay. That's actually a story from our producer's family. <laughs> <laughs> she does say it needs to be made into a movie, though. What's the, so what's the go, Taylor? Yeah, so that your, happened your to producer. my mum. Right. You need yeah. neighbours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be more than happy to. Thank you if you could put a good word in for me. <laughs> I suppose the neighbours, if, if, when it does get saved, should actually have a submission website where they can, people can put in things that have happened to them, mm. and then that could be yeah. storyline. Yeah. Would yeah. you... Funny because and and putting putting that into uh, context, I, a long time ago when I used to do press interviews, and the press would always say, "Oh, you know, it's a little bit fair, fair uh, far fetched." Some mm. of these stories. I said, if you go down your street and you knock on every household and you ask what's happened to that household directly or indirectly uh, over the last month, you'd be astounded at yeah. the stories. That- and what Neighbours does, and, and you know, all soap operas do, is they, they take those life events and they condense them into one week instead of one month, and that makes interesting TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. so you're, you're one from two at the moment. Let's right. see if you can bring it home on the third. All right, this is the decider. A yeah. marriage ends after a mother is kidnapped by Ecuadorian rebels and has an affair with a fellow hostage after her son is jailed for drug smuggling in Ecuador. Oh, see that? Mm. Oh, you've got the early one because I'm thinking of uh, Hodaka from Do- Dakota, Dakota, mm-hmm. uh, the character of Dakota, and, and when she comes back, and that was all South American. And all. I'm going to say neighbours. Correct, but I think you got the wrong person. Hey! It was Cheryl. Still a win. Cheryl Still a win. travels to Ecuador to help bail her son out of jail when he's arrested for drug smuggling. See, that's ripped from the headlines. That could be Chappelle mm. Corby right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, there you go. And that was in the 12 years I wasn't there. Ah, Sorry, Sorry, Stefan. There you go. (laughs) Hey, mate, thank you so much for your time this morning. Tomorrow, 6.30, let's see if we can use the power of the people and uh, up these ratings on Neighbours on Peach. Stefan Dennis, Paul Robinson is your character. Nice to talk to you, mate. I've just got to say, it's actually, uh, just all aside, it's actually quite a good episode tomorrow night, so you picked a good one. Oh, Ooh. great. Good to know. Good on you, buddy. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Mm, we're going to stop this game as soon as you guys can get all of the components right, and that is choose what the story is about in a different language and what is the language. Mm-hmm. I love this game. That's why we keep getting it wrong on purpose. Yeah, we, we keep doing it. never want it to end. Yeah, we're throwing it. Okay. All right. So let's see. Like the Broncos. That's yep. what they did all season, yeah. just throw them on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> if you can guess what this story is about. I heard Nando's. 
Okay, if you heard Nando's, what language is it? Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> Want to hear it again? Yes, please. Ya comunicado condenando el show de HBO Euforia por glorificar y representar erróneamente el uso y consumo de drogas de estas sustancias. I heard Dominica. So maybe is there someone famous? Dominic? Hmm. No. Oh, that's a that's a because there's no one. English ones in there, is there? No. There's no like onde esta esta Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. Uh, I'm gonna say though, it's it's like Spanish or Portuguese around that area. Let's um, talk in Spanish. Okay. For the... Correct. And it's about the Super Bowl. I even that. asked you about this just before as a bit of a clue. Uh-huh. I said, have you been watching Euphoria? Uh-huh. So Zendaya, who is the actress in it. Zendaya. Zendaya. Zendaya, sorry, which we would have heard her name. She was saying that she um, has answered back to criticism, mm. saying, hey, this is not supposed to be a real-life story or teaching people how to live their life because they're getting a lot of criticism That's for it. That's not fair, though, because well, Zendaya isn't... Zendaya is the best actress. She's, she's amazing. Spider-Man. Oh, my God. But th- that's not an English word. So it just blended in. Yeah. I just thought you were the movie guy. Her and Tom Holland just bought a big house yeah. together in London worth like six million They're pounds so or something like that. They are so cute. cute. Yeah. Next one. 2018 kriegen die Reality TV Queen und Scott ihre erste Tochter Stormy Webster. Seitdem dreht sich der Alltag der beiden um ihre kleine Prinzessin. All right. You've got this. Stormy. Yeah. Um, Webster. Reality TV show. Now with Stormy one of the chicks from the Playboy Mansion. Not in the show I watched. The House Bunnies. Stormy. 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 What's the name? No, play, play it again. Play it again. Play it again. Oh, no. Stormy's one of the Kardashians' kids. Um, yeah. 2018 kriegen die Reality-TV Queen und Scott ihre erste Tochter Stormy Webster. Seitdem dreht sich der Alltag der beiden um ihre kleine Prinzessin. Um, Travis Prinzessin. Scott. And I believe he's with Kylie. Uh-huh. They just had their second kid, uh-huh. just gave birth. Yeah. yeah. The story's about the birthing yeah. of that little boy. Yeah. And the language. 2018 kriegen German. die Reality. Hey, well done, guys. Yeah. Yeah, so Travis Scott, and they gave the parents to Stormy Webster, which is their first child, and yeah. now the second child is called? Clear blue sky. Wolf. Uh. Wolfie. All right, here we go. Third one. Here we go. Volgens de Mirror heeft Julia J gedumpt. Julia zou alle berichten met hem van haar Instagram hebben verwijderd. De twee werden zes weken geleden voor het eerst gespot. Ze gingen samen naar Parijs en vierden Julia's verjaardag. Vind jij het jammer als ze twee uit elkaar zijn? Laat het weten in de reactie. Yeah, that one was hard. Mm. I heard Instagram. Yeah. Someone put something up on Instagram. Mm. Volgens de Mirror heeft Julia J gedumpt. Julia zou alle berichten met hem van haar Instagram hebben verwijderd. De twee werden zes weken geleden voor het eerst gespot. Ze gingen samen naar Parijs en vierden Julia's verjaardag. Vind jij het jammer als ze twee uit elkaar zijn? Laat het weten in de reactie. Kanye put up something on Instagram about Pete, or Skeet as he calls him. And then he had to go back online and say, no one touch Pete because I'll do it myself. Someone um, around Kanye put something on Instagram or it was about them not crying. Mm. Yeah. He also said he wasn't hacked. I don't know that language. Julia Fox. Uh-huh. Her, his ex uh-huh. said she was only using him to social climb. Uh-huh. And, yeah. in and the, the language, language is, it almost sounds German as well, but they wouldn't be too German. <gasps> the mirror. It is German? Two Germans? Double German? Double, Two Germans, German, one cup? Gem, gem. Something that sounds like German. Uh, I don't want to offend people, German. but I always say this one does sound quite R- similar. Russian. No, Russian doesn't sound like Ukrainian. What is it? Dutch. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105.
millions of people are quitting their jobs. The Great Resignation has already started to bite in the USA. Why are so many people leaving? There are predictions it won't be long until it hits Australia. Yeah, I've been fascinated by this, the Great Resignation, and they say because over in uh, the States, roughly 33 million Americans quit their job. And that started uh, late last year. They were like, nah, don't really like it. And here in Australia, as you heard, they're like, oh, maybe it's not going to be that. Maybe it's just going to be a reshuffle. Mm -hmm. We wanted to know more details about it. Graham Wynn, who's an employment expert from Superior People Recruitment, is it going to happen here the same way over in the States? Good morning, guys. My simple answer is no, it won't happen the same over here. It's a different market over here to America, and we're just not seeing a great resignation. And I think if you look at all the media reports at the moment, most recruiters and employers can't find staff. Mm. So if there was this great resignation, where are they all? But if that's the case, though, is it a shortage of staff where it's going to be like the treasurer was saying, Freudenberg was saying that people are just going to reshuffle, they are going to leave jobs and go, oh, maybe I could get better? I hope so, yes, because, as I say, we're, we're struggling to find people at the moment. Mm. So I do hope people want to reshuffle around. And certainly all, all the international borders and state borders being closed has really impacted every market over here at the moment. So people are really struggling to find people. And we've probably got more open vacancies now than pre-COVID, mm. and we're the same as everybody else. And I'm getting so many employers ringing me saying, we just can't find people. So our gut feel is that generally over Christmas, New Year, there is a bit of a movement of people. It, they change their jobs normally around significant dates, birthdays, anniversaries, Christmas. That's <laughs> the time they think they'll change things. When they need more it, money to buy presents. <laughs> possible, yeah. <laughs> possible, yes. Some more cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but we didn't see that this year. And we think people were just staying put if they had a job already yeah. to see what happened with the market. Now the market's improving greatly. We think there will be this reshuffle probably around the April-May time frame once people think, okay, we're okay now, we're not going to get locked down again, we can move forward, and they'll just shuffle from one job to another. But we're not going to see, I think, a lot of new people coming into the employment market just change from one job to another job. And what's the difference between America, and I believe it happened in the UK too, and Australia, that we're not seeing a great resignation? The accent. (laughs) 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 Look, it's a very different kind of place. And if you think about it... um, we're the size of America, and we've only got 20, 20 million people here, where America's got 360 million. The UK fits into the size of Victoria, for instance, and they've got 65 million people. Mm. So consequently, the workplaces are much closer to each other. So they've got more opportunity to move around from location to location work-wise. Yeah, right. we, don't, we don't have that same option. If you're in Melbourne or Sydney or Brisbane, you're pretty much locked there unless you want to travel hours to, to a new job. So we don't have the same kind of logistical situation, hmm. and that for means we won't have this big movement they get in other countries which are so densely populated, which we aren't. Graeme, if you're a recruiter and you're saying that you can't find people, does that mean that they have more negotiating skills when getting a job, asking for more flexible working arrangements or getting higher pay? The simple answer is yes, they do have more bargaining power, but um, we're finding a few at the moment are pushing the envelope just that little bit too far. (laughs) Uh, Same um, as people selling houses thinking they can get (laughs) those. 
And, and the problem is that employers who are coming through this, they're really watching their dollars because they've struggled for the last two years. They don't have a lot of money to spend at the moment. So the people looking for work are saying, well, yeah, okay, you might be paying 80000 but I want 100000 mm. It's just not going to happen. So you've got to be realistic and see what is the market really paying, not just what you think you're worth, but what is the market paying? And we're getting people saying, well, I want this hybrid role now, work, you know, work from home three days per week. That's not always an option. So because you may have had that during the pandemic doesn't mean you're going to get that moving forward. Mm -hmm. So, yes, there's more bargaining power, but I think they're pushing the envelope just that little bit at the moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're talking to Graham Wynn. He's an employment expert from Superior People Recruitment. What would your advice be to some people who are reassessing their lives and thinking, you know, you get into a job and you work hard at it for years and you get up to a pay level that gives you um, uh, a certain amount of life, you know, and the way that you live, but you might want to change career, but it's lower money. Are you better to stick with your job that has the good money or do you chase something else that makes you happier but you're poorer? Well, that's a really good question. That happiness is important. There's no doubt about that. But obviously, if you have a certain financial requirement, then you can't drop back too far. Mm. But I think a lot depends on where you are career-wise, age-wise. Um, some people can change those careers in the 30s, 40s, and even 50s. But later on, it gets much more difficult to have career changes. And the example I'll give is a couple of months ago, we had a guy who just qualified to be an accountant. So he'd got his CPA, which is brilliant. He was in his late 40s, possibly. Mm. He'd been a sales rep all his life. But he was applying for graduate accountant roles because that's all he could do. But he was wanting seven dollars or $80,000. Graduate accountants don't pay that much money. They're straight out of uni. Mm. So that career change, you will really sometimes have a big financial hit short term. Long term might be okay, but just be prepared in career changes. You might take a really big financial hit to start with, so be prepared for that, yeah. yeah. I'd love to okay. do carpentry, but apparently there's a big difference between radio wages and apprentice wages. <laughs> Apprentices pay more, do yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Good on you, Nice to chat, buddy. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. I think I need to get more organised in my life at the moment. I uh, was going through my emails. Stav always files his away and I'm always impressed by that. And I, at the moment I've got... 3,995 unread. Oh, God. I have none. I've also got 90 missed calls. Yeah, I know. Would you answer once, please? It's important. (laughs) (laughs) Voicemails. So I thought maybe I'll go through it and I'm going to unsubscribe from all those emails that I get. And I thought that's rewarding. And sometimes I don't like when you're unsubscribing, you're still getting the emails. Yeah, that's annoying. And I thought, no, no, no. So I'm going to write to them and say, I unsubscribed from this, please. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I got another one back. And I was like, yeah, what's your explanation? And they're like, it's from eBay. You owe us two dollars eighty five. That's what it was about. <laughs> but still, I unsubscribed. So yeah. that no, no, all I unsubscribed from paying. Thank you. So mm. Thanks, but no thanks. It's payday yesterday, so did a little retail therapy. Find yourself? Yeah, I did. Went out to the DFO. And uh, so I have I go through stages where I don't buy new clothes for like two years, and I'll just wear the same things over and over and over. And I'm like, nah, I need to go buy some new clothes. Which is what I did yesterday. But all I did was buy different coloured versions of clothes that I already had. Great. So when I came home and said to my wife, <laughs> check out the new stuff I got, babe. She's like, you have that in yellow. It's like, yeah, but it's when you're like on a good thing, new, you know. It's a new colour. That's definitely a new colour. Yeah, this is new colour. Own, so you notice. Yeah. And I bought t- I bought a, a Ringer's Western t-shirt, and then the lady in the shop made the huge mistake 
of saying they're all half price. Oh. So I went, well, why would I take one when I can get exactly the same T-shirt in four different colours? Solid move. <laughs> so, so now I have new clothes, but it also looks like I will be wearing a uniform because I bought all of the same thing. That's all right, Steve. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. A yeah. lot of successful people do that. Mm-hmm. I did it when I worked at Blockbuster. <laughs> like I said, so many successful people do it, and then he got fired. Yeah. We, I can only hope. Thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. Very exciting day today. We're having a team excursion. We're going out for lunch. We got invited to a place, and I think it, it looks amazing. And it's a new one, the, the Rothwell Bar and Grill, and I just sent a photo. Abby looked at me up and down this morning <laughs> and said, is that what you're wearing to lunch? And I said, yes. You're wearing ripped jeans, and it looks really beautiful. And she said, I don't think that they will allow you into this establishment. So It's like a nightclub. What do you think? Like, normally you wouldn't have to. I mean, I know that you're the richest in the group from Barden, but it's just like you st- we're, we have, we're pretending. You I could have pretended. Hey. Because you blow all the money on the pool and chandelier. <laughs> you have to be more smart with your money. I didn't need six bedrooms in my house. What I think, I think what you do is that, that classic thing you see in the movies, huh. if they don't allow you in, you mm. go, well, I guess I'm going to take my black Amex somewhere else. Yes, I am Abe First, Foreman, the sausage king of Detroit. Get a black Amex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyone got a Sharpie? <laughs> and a Visa card. <laughs> I think they'll let you in. Uh, I think they will. Uh, yeah. well, I would be they let me in and don't let you guys in. It's yeah. ripped jeans day today at Rothbard. <laughs> <laughs> they like to theme it up anyway. Thanks for that. Stab, Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on V105.